Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. I just listened to an excellent podcast by a critical care doctor named Scott Weingart, the MCRIT podcast, where he interviewed the Blood Bank guy, another major podcast, and it was excellent, and I learned a ton. And I realized that nobody had ever really explained how this blood stuff works. So even in residency, I would just click random orders, type in screen, type in RH, type in match, emergency release blood. I would run around the resuscitation room being like, I need some blood now. But I didn't understand how it worked until a few weeks ago when I listened to that. And then now I've been reading all about it, and it's fascinating. And so today I'm going to teach you what I learned, I'm going to teach you some blood transfusion basics. What tests to order in trauma, in GI bleeds, in severe anemia, in sepsis, whatever. And we're going to talk about the four orders that you need to know. Type in RH, type in screen, type in cross match, in emergency release blood. Type in RH, type in screen, type in cross match, emergency release. I'm kind of assuming that we know the super basics of how this work. People with O blood and negative RH factor, O negative, are the universal donor because there aren't any antigens, any A's or B's or RH's sitting on their cell surface that a body can react against. But for example, I'm a horrible blood donor. I'm the rarest type, actually. I'm AB negative. So think it through. Who can I donate to? I can't donate to A's because their body will reject my blood's B antigen. I can't give to B's because they will reject my A. I can't give to O's because they will reject both my A's and my B's. I can only donate to AB negative and AB positives. I don't want to dive too deep into this because I'm kind of assuming that you know this already. Today, I'm going to take you to the next level, what you're going to see on your clerkship, so that you sound smart when you're talking to your attending. And the most important thing to remember is that despite everything you have learned up to this point, you've learned wrong. A, B, RH, they're like the big three most common, most dangerous antigens. But in the real world, not just in colorful textbooks, there are hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. So let's get started now. Let's start with the basics, type and RH. I am AB negative. You're probably either O positive or A positive. But that's what type and RH is. Blood type, A, B, O, and RH positive or negative. And there's really one main time when you order this, and it's in pregnant patients with vaginal bleeding. It's not for a blood transfusion, but it's because we need to know whether we need to give Rogam in pregnant vaginal bleeding. This is huge pimp material. You better learn this. Rogam prevents hemolytic disease of newborn in RH-negative women exposed to RH-positive fetal blood. The key thing to understand here, it took me forever to figure this out. If a woman is RH-negative, she is not born with the antibodies to RH. That is why RH-negative mothers can have babies that are RH positive. 
Rh negative people are not born with antibodies to Rh positive. They only develop those placenta crossing antibodies to Rh if they are exposed to Rh, most commonly in pregnant vaginal bleeding, pregnant trauma, that kind of thing. So you check a type in Rh in pregnant women with vaginal bleeding to see if they are Rh negative, to see if you need to give Rogam, which binds up all of that Rh positive baby blood before the mom's immune system sees it. That's type and RH. Next is type and screen. Very, very close to type and RH. But this is what you order if you think somebody might need a blood transfusion at some point. It's a quick test, maybe 20 to 30 minutes, but it looks for all of the antibodies, not just A, B, O, R, H. This test gives you A, B, O, it gives you R, H, and then it gives a result called antibodies positive or negative. This is what you order if you might need a blood transfusion. It makes it very, very quick to get blood if you need it when this 30-minute test is already done because the lab will know exactly what type of blood they need if you request it, and they can just go and grab it real quick, which brings us to type and cross-match. If you order this, you get the type, you get RH, you get the antibody screen, everything up to this point, and then they cross-match it. They take your requested number of units of blood. You have to request a specific number when you order this. Cross-match two units, for example. They take those units off the shelf. They completely remove it from hospital inventory, and they mix it with the patient's blood to double-check that there won't be some sort of reaction as a final safety before they transfuse it. They then take this blood, they set it aside for the nurse to grab whenever you decide to transfuse now. It takes seconds to perform this. If on the type and screen, the antibody screen was negative, and a few minutes if they are antibody positive. But type and cross match is basically a double check before a blood transfusion. This is how you give blood. But there's one more that we need to talk about, and that's emergency release blood. If and only if the patient is literally dying in front of you, and you know when this happens, their blood pressure's in the toilet, they're unconscious, they have blood shooting from the stab wound in their neck, that kind of stuff. The risks of the transfusion reaction, which for the record are surprisingly high in emergency release blood, those risks are outweighed by the fact that the patient will die if they wait 30 minutes that it would take to carry out these orders. When you can't wait 30 minutes, when you can't delay their death for 30 minutes, not because you're impatient, but because the patient won't live for 30 minutes, you bite the bullet in emergency release, that universal donor, O negative. This is most common when you have bad trauma patients. So type in RH in pregnancy, type in screen if you think they might need some blood at some point, maybe a GI bleed or something like that. Type in cross match to transfuse blood nice and safely, and then emergency release to release somewhat risky O-negative blood immediately. Remember, it's not just A, B, O, R, H. There are hundreds of antibodies to check for. They're less common, but these are the ones that cause the transfusion reaction, so you can't just ignore them. 
This week's USMLE Step 2 Secrets question. At what hemoglobin level is transfusion indicated for anemia? So like what number? 10, 8, 7, 4. What level is kind of that cutoff to give a transfusion? And the answer that they're going to be looking for when you take the USMLE is it's kind of a trick. There is no specific number. You treat the patient. If they are unstable and losing blood, you give blood no matter what the hematocrit is. They'll give you a normal hematocrit and you're supposed to still give blood. If they have heart disease and ischemic chest pain and they have anemia, you're supposed to transfuse. With that said, most doctors are going to transfuse if the hemoglobin is less than about seven, maybe a little bit higher in cardiac patients. That's if you like need a number, but the truth is there is no number. You treat the patient. That wraps up this episode. Please tell a friend about the podcast. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.